You're listening to the Prospect Dugout Network. Join me, Nick Swisher, live on Facebook every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern for my hit series, Kicking It With Your Boy Swish. Submit your questions for a chance to be on the show at prospectdugout.tv. Thanks again for listening. Here we go. Welcome to the Corners In podcast on the Prospect Dugout Network. I am your host, Joel Hartman. You can follow me on Instagram at hardy02. I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, just a couple things to – actually, just one thing because I want to get into the podcast. <clears throat> um, one thing to talk about, and we talked about this this morning, Craig and I, on our Cup of Coffee podcast, um, the new format for the MLB draft, which is being shortened to five five rounds. So we went through uh, our thoughts on that, but really talking about it kind of changed my perspective. I think I – think, um, College baseball is going to get better. High school baseball, obviously the kids can't go from, from, uh, from high school to a lower round draft pick, but they can still sign as a free agent. But I think college is going to get better. College baseball is going to get better because a lot of those players that would get drafted at the lower levels are just going to go to college. It's going to increase those, those roster sizes and the skill level. So I think that's pretty cool. Anyway, um, <clears throat> tomorrow night we have Kicking It With Your Boy Swish. Nick Swisher is the host of a really cool series um, where players, parents, fans can call in and chat with Nick Swisher, 2009 World Series champion with the New York Yankees, special advisor to the general manager of the New York Yankees, Brian Cashman. So the dude knows what he's talking about. Fiery personality. It's a great environment. It's, a, it's an awesome, uh, awesome experience, and, and you'll learn a lot. It goes live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, not Instagram. Sorry about that. Um, if you'd like to see your video posted on Prospect Dugout, and Emma knows this, you just got to keep reaching out. You can send an email to info at prospectdugout.com with your username in the subject line. That's all I need is your username and then the content in the email. And then we'll get it posted for you. Got thousands of people in queue, so you'll get there. Um, <clears throat> today, May 11th, 2020, in the middle of COVID-19 pandemic, I am joined by Emma Knight, a young softball player. Um, well, I'll just let you tell everybody where you're from and, and uh, tell us who you are. So Emma, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? I'm Emma. Okay, I'm from a little town in Nianis. Probably none of y'all know where that is. Um, I started to play softball when I was about five, I think, and I haven't stopped since. How old are you now? I am 12, about to be 13. Okay. And um, kind of all I do. Yeah. So tell me about, so, so tell me about, you were, you were telling me that um, you were working out this morning and then mm -hmm. hitting at 1230. So we had to schedule this podcast in between and I hope I don't mess that up, but tell me about where, where you're at right now and where you, you hit and work out at. Uh, so I'll work out and just like a little extra room rehab in our house and then uh, we live on like a 10 acre property and then so we have a shop up just a couple feet up by our house and then um, a few years back my dad built um, an indoor cage with us and it has like air conditioning stuff so I can hit all year round which is Heck a very yeah. thing I have and I'm very thankful for it. Heck yeah that's awesome so you say us so do you have any siblings? No I don't. Okay, so but, when you say us, you mean we're all in it together, you, your mom, and your dad. Yeah. 
So tell me about so tell me about the team that you play for for softball. So I play for uh, Bombers Gold Crabtree, and we just got ranked second. I yeah, second for our uh, for the rankings this year, and I that that's like this is like one of the best teams I've ever played on. And mm-hmm. Cassie is the best coach I've ever had. Really, she pushes you to till your tank is empty, and then pushes you more. Like she gets the li- little everything out of you no matter what you're doing and anything she give makes you give 100% effort which I think has made me grow as a softball player and then it's just going to help me all throughout my lifetime so you so you like being pushed then you like being when you're when you're being coached yeah so so tell me why exactly is that do you feel like um you have more left in the tank that you're not accessing do you feel like um maybe it just helps you stay a little more focused what why is that I feel like everybody like will stop at some point when they're hurting and feel like they can't go anymore, but she knows that you can. She pushes you more, and I just feel like that's a really good thing for you because it tells you how much you have more to give and stuff. And Because I feel like back in the past, maybe sometimes people would just kind of give up when things started to ache or hurt or something, but she makes you push that little bit left out of you. So do you think that that's something that, you as a player, as an individual, has have kind of input into your own life. So you said you like being pushed. You like, you know, it's really a mind over matter thing because you said, you know, Mm -hmm. people people will give up or they'll stop. So like, it's a mind over matter thing. Obviously you have it because you recognize it, but is it something that maybe you learned from this coach or learned in the game of softball or is it something Uh, you always had? kind of a mixture of all of them I mean I think I had like a little bit of it but I just kind of didn't really realize it you know then softball kind of taught me a lot of things but one of those things is that and then I feel like Cassie had the biggest impact on it though so she, Cass, Cassie what's Cassie's last name Crabtree that's like okay 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 um so tell me about oh there's Noah Vaughn do you know who Noah Vaughn is Riley Sarton's husband yes He's pretty cool. I had him on the podcast uh, the other day. I haven't released it yet. I'm going to release that soon. But um, what I was going to say was tell us, first of all, we're on the Corners In podcast with Emma Knight, uh, 2025? Yes. 2025 softball player out of Texas. Um, tell us what kind of a softball player you are. Um, kind of, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what position do you play? I'm- so I'm corners and a catcher. Okay. I think my main position would probably be third. That's kind of what I enjoy the most. But then I love catching too. I, can, I love it all. But if, Why do you enjoy third base the most? I don't know. I just love like kind of the thrill of it almost because you're so close up. And then you kind of – it's just – you have to have quick movements. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of a really – energetic thing i feel like with catching you're always involved in every single play but then when i think of a third baseman in softball you're literally like standing next to the batter so like i feel like you're you're involved in every play as well even if you don't get the ball like Mm -hmm. that could be like a little bunt or a little hit i feel like you're involved in every play but my main thing is hitting definitely Mm -hmm. that's what i love and that's what i want to be known for i don't want to be known for i mean it's i'm i like being a fielder too but then what I work at is hitting and then that's just what I love I, I just saw I was, I'm 
smiling because I just read a comment on the IG live. It says, and she can shoot the J. So I've seen in your, <laughs> I, you actually sent me a couple of videos you have. I don't even know what it's called, but it's some sort of contraption where you, sh you shoot. Yeah. And then if you miss, it goes into the net and comes back to you. Or if you make it, it drops in. And comes. So tell me, tell me about your basketball skills. So that is a gun. I got it. It was a Christmas gift. I really, really wanted one. And um, I've played basketball, like little dribblers and stuff. Um, I love to play basketball too. I kind of – basketball and softball are my two main things, mm -hmm. but softball towers it. But um, if I didn't play softball, I would go to basketball definitely. But um, I love working on my shot and stuff, and it's a really good time to work on it right now because there's no practice or anything mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. so. How do you how do you think that correlates to so like you say you love playing basketball but softball is your is your real love right but you still enjoy playing basketball so how does that correlate to how does that relate to you as a softball player does that have any impact on you um yeah it kind of teaches me to again back to the push yourself and stuff because I'd say basketball um there's a lot more running and stuff in it mm -hmm. so kind of you can keep going, you know, and then it kind of helps me on physical things and mm -hmm. stuff and all, also on mental things because yeah. sometimes you'll have days of you'll have a really good shot on, but it's just not going in. And I mean, of course, you're going to get frustrated, but then you also have to realize you're doing your mechanics and stuff all right, but it's just not your day. You're going to have mm -hmm. days like that. Mm -hmm. And then it helps in a softball because there's going to be days that aren't your days. You can be given a hundred percent effort and then you're just struggling throughout. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it, thinking about it right now, like and watching some of those videos with that contraption, like you're literally sitting there taking shot after shot after shot after shot. So on a, from a mental standpoint, think about this, like in softball, you go three for 10. That's good. Like mm -hmm. baseball three for 10, you're good. Right. So yeah. You're, you're taking 10 shots, you're failing seven times, you're successful three times, but how long does it take you to get those 10 at bats? It takes you like three games, right? Yeah. Basketball, you might go out there into a game and take, you know, 25 shots in a game. Yeah. Or, or you're going to sit, you can take reps off a tee or in, in, in the cage or whatever, but like it's, it's not game situation. You can go play one-on-one -on -one and that's really close to a game situation. Yeah. Basketball. So I feel like it's teaching you some sort of patience as well because you're taking a lot of chances in basketball and you go over to softball. And if you fail, you can't just hop back up and take another chance on offense. You can go back out there on defense or go back out there and motivate your teammates. So I feel like that's really cool for you to understand that, um, that, that there's a correlation in, in the sports on the mental side. I think that's really cool. Um, so I want to know, what type of a hitter are you? We're just getting into, into your hitting. That's what I was going to ask. What, what type of, are you a power hitter, slap hitter? Like, what do you do? I know you drive the ball right back up the middle all the time in your, your videos on Instagram, but tell, tell me what kind of hitter you are. I'm definitely a power hitter. Um, so I don't, I'm also kind of a situational hitter, mm -hmm. but like not one, just a bunt, you know, I have, I've been told I have like a softball, high softball IQ and stuff. So like if there's a runner on first, you know, and we're down by one or something, I can tell like kind of where I need to kind of almost pull the ball or drive it off of. And uh, I rarely ever lay a bunt, like maybe once a year. Once a year. Oh, my gosh. 
Uh, where do you bat in the lineup? Um, kind of change. So I was batting third. So basically, yeah, third. And then to so kind the of middle defense, of the lineup. Mm-hmm, yeah. Third or fourth, but then I kind of almost talked about going like uh fourth or I mean second or something because mm-hmm. I don't know it's so, kinda, so you're you're 12 years old and you're we're having a conversation about where you're batting in the lineup and you're getting ready to tell me a reason why you want to bat second. So like, I feel like you do have a, a high softball IQ. I feel like in the game, as you get older and you're going to, you're going to recognize this firsthand. You, you might already know this, but when you get to high school, when you get to college, when you get to the professional level, each level that you move up, even inside the game itself. So when you go from a freshman in high school to a sophomore, senior, a junior, senior, you're going to realize that a players that you were playing with are going away. Yeah. And B the players that you are playing with are better and more knowledgeable. So it's not just about how hard you can hit the ball, how fast you can run, how good you are at defense or catching. It does. None of that, none of that matters when you get to that level, when you get to that level, everybody's good. It just, the thing that separates people and how they get to the next level is their IQ. So I feel like you at, at 12 years old, and the things that you're talking about and just the way that you're composing yourself, I feel like you're ahead of the, you're ahead of the game. I think that's really cool. But tell me, why, why, do, you, why do you want to bat second? It's not necessarily I want to. I mean, I don't really care where I hit. I just want to hit, you know. And then, but second, I mean, I've kind of, I've maybe done it like once or twice in the game or so. But I'm just kind of like, um, I can say the first batter gets on. She's a fast runner and she's a lefty. And so I, I could take – I could hit a hard hit. I could – they could catch it in there or something, but she could tag up and still get to the next base. And, I mean, I did my job. I moved that player there. I mean, I don't really care. Well, it would be a lot better if I got on, you know, but mm-hmm. I did what I was kind of supposed to do. I moved that runner. And so, I don't know. It just kind of helped. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. So you, um, you sent me on Instagram, you sent – pictures and, and information about like when you're going to softball camps and things like that what's your dream mm-hmm. college to play for uh, um so I kind of have top three schools right now uh, mainly top two but then like a top three is with, like really close to it so there's definitely Notre Dame and A&M like those are definitely where I'd want to go I can see or, that on your shirt <laughs> Um, and then I've gone to one Duke camp, and that was really cool. I like that a lot. That put a lot of stuff in consideration, too. So that's right up there with those two. And then, of course, I'd like to go to, like, academic schools. But Yeah, that's what I was going to say, like Notre Dame uh, and Duke. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're good, you're good in, in school. Are you homeschooled or do you go to school? I go to school. Okay. <laughs> I just wondered, I don't know, maybe you guys yeah. have a, maybe you guys have a, a classroom that you built on your property. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I so your, your dream schools, Notre Dame, Texas A&M, and Duke, that's where you'd like to play college softball at. Obviously, I can tell that if you had the opportunity to play college softball anywhere that you would yeah. want to play college softball, but obviously, you know, you want to have some, some goals and, and some dreams for that. So um, what about after college? Um, I kind of want to go into like a sports type business, like um, being a sports mark or mark and marketing and stuff kind of in that or 
just something around sports. I don't really want to do sports broadcasting. I feel like that's kind of what almost a lot of softball players will go off and want to do. I kind of want to go start, I don't know, like a business or something like, yeah, sports agent or something like that. So you want to kind of be, you want to definitely be hands-on and involved, but you want to be behind the scenes. You want to be behind the scenes, not your face on camera, um, doing a lot of talking. um, like a GM would be cool. Yeah, and for sure. A lot of stuff kind of like that. Yeah, I feel like we have those things in common. I like uh, the behind the scenes um, mm-hmm. things. I, I definitely want to be a general manager or team owner one day. That's that's the goal, but you got to you gotta take it step by step. You're obviously, yeah. you're playing travel softball right now. Your IQ is up. You've got it like you're, it's Monday and we're, we're, we're talking the other day trying to set up this podcast. And you're like, well, I can do it Monday, but I have workouts in the morning and then I have hitting. So it's like, you're 12 years old. You've got a good head on your shoulders. You're already, you got a schedule planned out. We're in quarantine during this, this crazy pandemic and you're staying focused. You're talking about how um, you like to be pushed. Uh, You feel like people stop and give up too early. But, but you're the type of person that knows that there's more left in the tank. You just want to give it your all. And then you want to tell me that after you play college softball, you want to start a business and, and give back and help people out. So this is, this is really cool um, to hear this about you. I got, I got one more question for you here on the Corners In podcast with Emma Knight. Um, so I read this morning, actually, um, I'm subscribed to the Eric Burns um, effort email list, which is, it's really cool. So he sends out daily emails, but today I just want to, I want to read it to you. Do you mind? Uh, no, go okay. ahead. So he said, every day when we get up, we have a choice, whether we're going to be a thermostat or a thermometer. I've heard this analogy used many times before and may have already written about it here in this daily hustle, but regardless, it's a good one that is definitely worth revisiting in the current times that we're living in right now. There are basically two types of people, those who are thermostats and those who are thermometers. The thermostats are the people who act independent, independently of irrational emotions and constantly set the temperature of the room. These people are the leaders that smile in the face of adversity and refuse to get too high on the highs or too low on the lows. They are, they are the stabilizing force amongst all the chaos and the pandemonium. The thermometers, on the other hand, are the puppets on a string and their temperature gauge is completely dependent on external factors. They are forever being yo-yoed up and down by emotionally reacting to just about everything and taking their feelings way too personal. The thermometers can be, a, can be calm and collected when others are calm and collected around them, but as soon as the stuff hits the fan, they completely lose their minds. In today's world, we need to realize that the media is doing everything in their power to raise the temperature of the thermometers. And although they may seem like irrational thermometers themselves, they're actually the sickly twisted thermostats that set the temperature on high, take a dump in the room and then leave it on top of the heater. So basically what he's saying is you can either be a person that sits back and sees what's going on and sets the tempo like, what you're describing. You're, you have a plan. You're 12 years old. You had hit it. You're working out this morning, hitting this afternoon. You, you, you go to school, but you do a lot of stuff at the house. You, you're staying in shape. You're working on other skills as uh, shooting, shooting, shooting uh, around the hoop. And then you're talking about how you want to have a business after college. You want to go to an academic school. So I feel like in this instance, you're, you're kind of a thermostat where you're setting, you're setting the, the temperature of your environment 
instead of riding a roller coaster of, oh crap, well, I went 0 for 3. Now I got to, you know, figure this out. And then, oh, I went 4 for 4. Yay, let's go. Like, I feel like you're, you're kind of steady. Um, I thought that was really, really cool what, what Eric wrote. Um, would you feel, how do you feel about that? Do you, do you think you're a thermostat? I, yes, I do. <laughs> so I feel like um, I am one of those because, I mean, sometimes you'll get a little mad about if you go over three, you know, but then you also, it goes both ways, you know, because you need to kind of not take it as a negative, but kind of look back as on it. Like, what did I do wrong? Or is it just, did were they good hits or just not in the wrong place or something like that? Then, I mean, I definitely do feel like that. I feel like I can relate to that a lot. And I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, you have to acknowledge the 0 for 3. Because if you don't, then how are you going to learn from it? You, yeah. There's no, there's absolutely no reason you shouldn't be upset about going 0 for 3. You want to get a hit. You want to be successful. You want to um, help your team out, right? But on the other hand, what was that 0 for 3? Was that 0 for 3? three ground balls to the right side with a runner on second and nobody out and that run ended up scoring so your 0 for 3 is great so I think it's very important you hit the nail on the head you have to look at what happened in that situation and kind of evaluate it instead of just reacting to it you know evaluate yeah. it. I, I think that's really cool so actually I want to ask you one more thing because I realize it's only been 19 minutes um have you started like a business? Do you have anything going on now or is that just something you want to wait until maybe you get a little older or after school? Um, by business, like, what do you mean? Like, like entrepreneurial style, like, do you like garage sale and sell things? Do you, um, oh, well, no, not yet, really. I mean, I kind of think I want to wait more, you know, kind of get more knowledge from because I just watched a movie the other day, you know, Moneyball. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just watched that, and that kind of got me a little bit more interested in that kind of genre of uh job listing and stuff so i think i kind of want to learn like a little bit more about it and then i'll kind of maybe start working up towards that type of stuff cool well this has been the corners in podcast with emma knight 2025 softballer stud power hitter knows what she wants to do has a good plan has a schedule has a routine knows what she's going to do after she gets done playing softball is not going to do it yet because she knows she's not ready for that. But uh, Emma, thank you for joining me uh, on today's podcast. I do want to let you have the final word. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and kind of read the rollout and then I'm going to come back to you if that's okay. Okay. That's good. <laughs> All right. So like I said, this is the corners in podcast here on the prospect dugout network joined by Emma Knight. Uh, follow us on all of our social media platforms. Um, I want you guys to go ahead on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter and comment. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Any questions you have, um, leave us a review on Apple podcasts or Spotify. If you're listening there, um, or, or leave a review for our app prospect dugout in the app store. That would be great. Um, so now I'm going to take it back to Emma. Tell me one drill that you really enjoy using and how it has helped you. And then anything else you want to say after that? Give me about okay. give me about give me about two minutes, two minutes just to go a drill that you really like, how it helps you, and then anything else you want to say. Okay. Um, Hitting I think drill. a drill. Yeah, I think a drill that 
really has helped me is one hand drills like with a little bat mm -hmm. because sometimes like little things will creep in and then sometimes that'll be like not standing in the knee or something or uh rolling off and not getting extension so i feel like you can kind of like slow everything down kind of look at each little thing at one time and then i feel like it just kind of shows you how one hand or how each part of uh your arms and stuff how to go into play in your swing and stuff how i think it helps me a lot because before I went to my now hitting coach, we never did that. And then I kind of was just that typical swing, you know, that kind of almost pulls off sometimes or just kind of. But then I got kind of introduced to that, and I feel like it's helped me a ton. So, and That's then awesome. uh, either that one or also you, like, stop at bat lag and stuff and then – you kind of just go through it because mm -hmm. that breaks down even more, I think. But um, those are probably my top two drills. Okay. Awesome. Well, Emma Knight joining me, Joel Hartman, on the Corners In podcast here on the Prospect Dugout Network. You can listen to it on Spotify or Apple or watch us, Facebook Live, YouTube, Twitter. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night for Kicking It With Your Boy Swish, 6 p.m. Eastern. Facebook Live. Thanks, Emma. Thank you. Hold on, wait, don't leave. Uh, don't leave. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna shut off Instagram. Dude, you had some good comments. Like, Lulu, what's up? I'm gonna I'm gonna share it to the story so you can go back and watch it. Okay. On Instagram. Um, anyway, dude, like you're really smart. <laughs> thank you you're welcome you're you're definitely you're definitely on the right path um what was i going to tell you i wanted to wait till we got off of the live um i can't remember i don't know i i think that i think that what you were talking about with um your coach cassie and how she pushes you i think that's a that's a trait that i want you this is i think this is what i was going to tell you I want you to realize that that trait that you have right there and that understanding that softball kind of IQ or whatever, that is way more valuable than any swing that you can take, any drill that you can do for your hitting or defense, because in the end, you're only 12. Like you're going to get better. Like you're not as good as you could be. You're not as athletic, as strong, as agile, mobile. You're not even close. Right. So working on that is great. But like when, when all that stuff, really builds up and like you you're 16 17 you start getting stronger or whatever if you have that iq to go with it it's just going to make that so much better if you didn't have the iq then you just be another person that's can hit the ball hard you know yeah. what i mean that that's what that's what makes you stick out okay that that might be what i wanted to tell you this this is what makes you stick out to the notre dame coach to the duke coach they see they're not going and looking at at Sally Schmo or Joe Schmo or whatever. They don't, they don't just go and look at the average softball player because they got a good softball IQ. They look at the best softball players that they can find because they have to win. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, that's what it boils down to. Whatever college you go to, your coach, yes, they care about you, but what do they care about more? Their family, the paycheck yeah. that they have, right? So what I'm saying is recognize 
how great of a talent and how great of a gift that that is that you have to be able to understand that and use that for not only what you're doing with softball, but thinking about like the way that you articulated how you wanted to start a business. And then you're like, you know what, you know, a GM type role would be nice. Like for you to understand what that even means is like at 12 years old, that's, that's huge. So props to you. It's really cool. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate that. You didn't look very nervous. You seemed nervous at first, but then as it, you were like swinging back and forth, I think you, I think you did a great job. No, it was really cool. I'm going to, the live is up there. I'll post it. It's on Facebook actually too, and YouTube and Twitter. So if you want to go watch it there, you can. And then I'm going to post the podcast um, probably just right now. I'm just going to upload it and it'll go out there later today. So you can find that on Apple or Spotify if you want to share it. It's cool. Okay. So, sweet. It was a lot of fun. Heck yeah. Awesome. Now go to your hitting, have fun and keep in touch. Yeah, I will. Awesome. All right. See you. Emma. Thank you. Bye. Right, bye. Want to have your question answered live by Nick Swisher? Head to prospectdugout.tv to submit your question now.